Yankees, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We'll find out together, AJ. That seems to be how things go. Hang on, I gotta tell me how things go. I gotta get the right microphone. Hey, on. you're all right. We're kind of. It's been one of those afternoons for both you and I, just getting store, uh, stuff sorted out as we get ready for the Rocky Mountain kickoff. Really looking forward to those games tomorrow. Logan Stansbury. We obviously know Stansbury can be good. But was that just a product of playing a Mountain Crest team that's under a first-year head coach and is still trying to get their, um, you know, trying to put their their wheels underneath them and get their feet on the ground? Uh, then you know they turn around and just get it handed to by Ridgeline. But again, is that a product of Ridgeline being the best team in 4A? I mean, so we really don't know who Stansbury yet is yet, Eric. And we're gonna get a pretty good idea as they face a a, a very confident Logan team. Tomorrow night at six fifteen. Yeah, I agree, and I think it'll be a good measuring stick for the Grizzlies as well. Uh, they went on the road and beat a Viewmont team, which surprised a lot oh, of people. Oh yeah, That's, and uh, their running attack was outstanding. Um, and then uh, they played well again this last week, so they're on a a two game winning streak going here. Um, and uh, coming up against a, another good opponent, Sansbury's been a good team in the past. Yeah, uh, even just recently was a good playoff team. So uh, some really good showdowns tomorrow night. Uh, we had a lot of fun yesterday giving away tickets. We will give away our last four-pack of tickets. Looking forward to that. Today here on the Full Court Press. So make sure you stay tuned for ways to win. Uh, and as always, if you want to chime in and join us, text into the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Uh, to join us here on the Full Court Press a um, couple different things to uh, to go over today. Pac-12 uh, oh, making it man. official. They are not going to pursue plans for expansion. Uh, how does that um, affect the Mountain West? Yeah, what's the ripple effect now from that? What does that do to the the Big Twelve? Yep. So there are implications to this announcement today. So we'll get into that. Um, and pick six is coming up a little bit later on. I know yep. it's Ajay's favorite game. Hate that game. Favorite day of the week. All that. So I, that that's coming up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I... Good way to preview dude, the weekend. pick six is a great way to just, I mean, just screw your weekend over. It really is. Because then instead of watching the game to watch the game, you're watching the game, you're like, dude... You better not. You better not throw the ball here on first and goal. You better throw it, or you better not run the ball. You better throw a touchdown. I need you to throw a touchdown. Why are you running the ball on first and five with thirty seconds left in the game, up twenty? Throw it. I need twenty more yards. Get me twenty more yards. Like in okay. So when you watch now, your fantasy football, you and I both illegal ver- touching versus um, loom nuts. Uh, did you change your team name? I did. Uh, okay, good for you. <laughs> Hey, let, let me ask you though. When you watch a fantasy football game, or sorry, just a football game, I I have the Patriots. It's my team. I have the Bucks. They're my team. But I don't. I can't watch it out of pure enjoyment anymore. Now I have to watch it based on I need guys to get me numbers. I that's why I hate fantasy football. 
Because you're cheering for the player instead of the team? You're cheering for the numbers instead of the player or the, well, yeah, or the team, I should say. That's what I hate about fantasy football, man. You don't get to enjoy the game just to watch it. I guess. I don't really get emotionally attached to my fantasy football team, how well they do or they don't do. I don't care. Like, I will make changes. I have a totally uh, impassioned view about who I cut or who I go and add. So I don't really care. I mean, yes, I care if I'm in where I'm at in the standings, but it's not going to change how I'm going to watch a game, really. Okay, so if you did fantasy baseball and your Cubs, you know, you have a couple of Cubs guys on the other on the other guy's team. Are you rooting for your Cubs to do well, or are you rooting for those players to suck? No, at the end of the day, I'm still rooting for my team, the, the team that I love to follow. Not my fantasy team, the team that I love to follow. So you're like, hey. That's, that's, that if, trumps everything if, else. If Javi Baez hits a single, he's, that means his fantasy teams beat mine, and you're okay with that? If it helps the Cubs to win, win a the game? game? I mean, I might be on the side a little bit, Upset? Dang. I didn't. Come on, That hobby. hurts me in my uh, my fantasy, but you know what? I'd rather get the win as the team. Boy, he is struggling in New York, by the way. I mean, he is just, he looks like he's out of his mind at times. I mean, I again, I, I saw that change up, that the circle change that the pitcher threw. His bat's already halfway across the plate before the ball even is at the plate itself. He's, he's having a rough go at it over there in, in New York. Anthony Rizzo's doing great with the Yankees, meanwhile. And Chris Bryant looks really good as a giant. I hate to tell you that, but that's kind of where it's at. He's, he's in a great ball club. All good of them are. Him. Yeah, them. I mean, really, for the most part, all of them they're, are. They're all, all of them went to good places, landing spots. God, that's unreal. That's unreal. 4086 texts in on their Guild Mortgage text line. So, Ajay and Eric, I have something for the studio, studio wall. I think you will enjoy It's nothing fantastic like a jersey or anything, but I think you'll like it. Okay. We'll take it. You know what? If listeners want to be a part of our studio, bring on something over. Is it a picture of Ajay like slurping milk? No. Out like, of a bowl? Like, like with the milk mustache and I'm like like half naked and I'm like, you know, got milk or whatever. It could be that. There's like a side photo of me. Um, dude, no one's came into our studio and said, wow, this is awesome. Like D walked in and was like, what the fetch did you guys do? Looks like a sports bar. Not even close. 4086. <laughs> thank, thank goodness for all of us. Hey, but you know what I was going to bring is the picture of me in a laundry basket, black and white photo. I was going to hang it up here. That would have been cool. You that- in a laundry basket? Yeah. You're, didn't you hear about this story? Have I never told this story to you? Oh, story time. Someone's taking out the laundry and no. Ajay's in there? No, no. <laughs> Just hanging out. Okay, so uh, when I was out with my uh, significant other, we were at Texas Roadhouse, and this is in 17. This is in January of 2017. And... We're at Texas Roadhouse. I order a wild strawberry lemonade. I love strawberry lemonades. Wild oh, strawberry lemonade. Oh, yes, you've told this story. And I and I take the first glass and it's delicious. I then take the second glass and I kind of start fading out. And my significant other is like, hey, you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine, just eat your food, whatever. 
Little did I know, I was drunk. I was absolutely <laughs> two drinks. Or something, dude. It was only two drinks, man, and I was smashed. Absolutely smashed. <laughs> this tastes really good. Supposedly, Bring me another. to my significant other, I had stuck my ha- head out the window, screaming all sorts of Belinda Carlisle songs. Got home, and I'm not even joking you. Stripped half naked to my uh, undies and was with the laundry basket over my head running into walls on purpose screaming, <laughs> I need protection. <laughs> this is not a joke. Wow. I then put wow. my... And then after... And then I drunk called my friend and started singing to him. I would have called you, but uh, you weren't on my speed dial at the time. But I called my other friend, Lace, and I started singing to him. Supposedly. And then after my uh, my wife took away my phone, I then she then I was really upset. Supposedly, started crying and sat in the laundry basket naked. And she thought it was so funny. She took a photo of me. <laughs> and luckily, you can't see my Ritz crackers. Yeah, it actually <laughs> looks world, like a, no, 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 no. The no, world no, no. does not need to <laughs> no. see a naked AJ. <laughs> no, it's actually a really cool photo because you can't see my Ritz in a crackers. Laundry basket. Because and it's, the way really no, no, cool. no, 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 no. Wait, dude, you're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. So what it um, what it is is that uh, it's like I the way I'm modeling. My legs are crossed. And my my arms are wrapped around my legs. So you can't see anything. The but way I, you're modeling. But I'm moping in in you know in between my legs, and I'm upset. And my wife took a photo of it, and it was a black and white photo, and it was amazing. I posted it on Twitter, and then my boss over in Salt Lake brought me onto the show, asked what I was doing. I had to make up another story because I didn't want to say I was drunk on the on the Utah Jazz Radio Network because the president would have been listening. And I would have got grief for it. So I had to make up another story. Anyways, I but, think you probably would have got more than just grief. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways. Got a pink slip. Maybe. I was naked inside this laundry basket. And my wife took a photo. Dude, it is amazing. John Russell has it. I swear he does. And anyways, it is amazingly done. And I want that photo back so badly. And I can't find it anywhere. And I need it. Darn. That's too bad. Dude, it really is. So anyways, it's the only time in my life I've ever been drunk. Only time. <laughs> but A, those drinks were delicious. And B, oh, dude, instead I go to work because I was working at Maverick. And I had to go to work the next day. And I was hungover. And I was sick. And when I told my boss, he started laughing because he didn't believe me because I was the most, you know, LDS guy in the, you know, they had the store. And when I told him, I was like, no, dude, like, here's what happened. He was like, oh, my heck. He sent me home. And I had to just, just sleep it off. Dude, it was rough. Anyways, I think John Russell has that photo. And if he does, I Why would this. John Russell have that photo and you wouldn't? Because I think Did John- you like, I need this in someone else's hands. Someone <laughs> no. who is responsible. <laughs> no, what? Responsible. Which is, which is debatable why you'd give it to John Russell in those circumstances. Photography responsibly. <laughs> um, No, I think he seriously has it. I do. Uh, 5452. Audrey, have you removed the Lee Baby jersey yet? Nope, no, it's still there. It's next so to the Joker. For it's appropriately, it feel it's appropriately hung next to the Joker. So yeah, it's actually kind. Of, I should hang it right. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Um, let's see, four zero eight six. It's of Audrey in a Mountain Crest basketball jersey with a headband and wristband, shagging basketballs. Add a headband on. Oh, jeez. Hey, that'd be great. No, I don't know if I want to see this. 
I'm sure you were just really excited to be out there on the court helping the team. Shut up, Eric. What do you think I, I am? Radio? On. I'm not freaking radio, dude. Leave me alone. Put my armband on. Don't be on. a bully. Why? See, this is the kind of crap. I, y'all. Were the socks pulled up to the knee? Don't, or was dude. It, stop it. Or were those like the uh, ankle <laughs> socks make it look like he's not wearing socks? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Uh, 4086, did you confess this to your bishop? I can't remember. I think I did, and he laughed. I seriously think he started laughing. I want to say I did, and I, yeah. My wife was like, what are you doing? Why did you tell him? And I'm like, because I felt bad. And he's like, get out of my office. <laughs> I, and I, he said it in a really loving way, but yeah. Um, I think I did. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, okay, so... Uh, Mountain Crest basketball jersey with a head with a headband and wristband checking basketballs. I don't even want to know. Eric doesn't even want to see this. <laughs> uh, it was in Kaysville, so yeah, it, it wasn't here in in Cache Valley. Anyways, um, hey, uh, switching topics. Yes, please we, do. <laughs> yes, for all of our listeners, we need to switch topics. Uh, all five of you. Um, f- we talked about this yesterday. Uh, if was, we have more than five listeners, can we text in? Right now, I've got a clarified one, two listeners. <laughs> We've got Give me more than four listeners in. to text in. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Um, so we talked about this yesterday, that word was out that Utah State was going to play a game at, at Texas A&M. Yeah. Utah State made it official today. Now, they conveniently did not disclose the payout, which is fine. They don't have to. Didn't FBS do that, though? But FBS schedules did. <laughs> they were like, hey, we'll do it for yeah. you. $1.65 million. So it's a huge paycheck. Uh, Utah State went there with 2009. Uh, they've made several trips to the South and to the uh, SEC. Certainly haven't had a lot of success down there, but uh, they've had a few games that have been close and, been, and have been competitive. But um, this, uh, give credit to, uh, to Athletic Director John Hartwell for making this deal and Scheduling out to the future and uh, getting that kind of a paycheck to help Utah State with their athletic No, it's great, Eric. I'm actually really – the money's always important. But what makes it better is is not just collecting a paycheck but then also competing competing with that team. It's great to beat the team, but just to compete with them and to be like, yeah, we'll take our $1.68 million while you guys are dragging yourselves off the field. Even if you won – you got out of a dogfight with us, and now you got to get ready for... Because usually week two is a power five team for a lot of these teams, and now it's like, oh, geez, now we got to go back and play UCLA or USC or whoever it is, thinking we had a cupcake in week one. So that's what I... You know, that's the kind of giddiness you get out of it. You know, obviously, I mean, look, if you're North Dakota State, Appalachian State in 07, not only did you collect one point something million, two million... But then you also got a win out of it. <laughs> but, you know, maybe the Aggies can be that team. You said it yesterday, Gary's first year, DeAndre Burrell is a quarterback. They gave Texas A&M everything they can handle and more. And they got, I mean, they, you know, Aggies get in there if they, uh, eight, out of there with an eight-point win at College Station. But, boy, they had to work for it. Yeah, the Texas A&M Aggies uh, got the win, yeah. Yeah, and, I forget about that. Yeah. Um, but it, you would hope that the coach, whomever it is at the time, gets the team excited to go play that game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I know where you're going here. Because the last time 
Utah State went to an SEC school. The coach didn't care to be there, and that trickled down to the rest of the team. It sure did. It sure did. Before we go any further, 5242 says, what up? Hi, 5242. Welcome. Uh, 9463 says, I listen every day. How disrespectful to uh, to assume that I'm not listening. <laughs> and you No, know, 9463, I love it. Thank you for uh, for joining us today. Um, appreciate you a lot. Piranhas, text in. Always listen to Eric and Ajay. Thank you. 1534, hello to you. Hope you're well. 4086 says, uh, I'll bring it in tomorrow. It's not what I mentioned in the above text. Are we playing Iowa in the future and Alabama next year? Yes. Iowa is on the schedule. Oregon's a home-and-home in about seven years. Uh, uh, Alabama, I believe, is next year. Last time we went to Alabama was in 2004. Eric, I was the equipment manager there, and it was their season. It was their home opener, and it was our season opener. 9315 says hello. Hello to you. Uh, 9315, thanks for listening. Uh, And I remember we were down 17-7 at half, and Alabama was getting booed off the field. They were getting booed off the field, being up 10 and a half against us. They were livid. And then I think they won 35 to 7, I think was the final score. I can't remember. According to FBS schedules, Utah State's future non-conference opponents. Oh, sweet. Uh, so we know what it is for this year. <clears throat> yes. Next year, for 2022, UConn at Alabama, oh. Weber State at BYU. That's a, are you okay? We need to like throw in Albanian Christian. UConn will be look. UConn and Weber State are the those are those are good games. Uh, twenty twenty three. Yeah, but did we say that about Weber State? You know, every now and then. But then, like, remember when Southern Utah was up like six to five against us? That was a that was a coaching power struggle on the sidelines. It had nothing to do with the talent on the field. Really. Oh man, I need stories from you. Okay, Southern Utah was a good team. They had they had some NFL talent on that team, but uh, that game happened if, because of a power struggle. If I remember right, they had a couple of Mountain Crest kids on that team too who were playing that night. I got I, yeah, had a couple of Mountain Crest kids who played over there and on that team and played against Utah State that day. Uh, twenty twenty three at Iowa versus Idaho State. BYU on September 16th, so it's earlier than normal, and at UConn September 30th. So do we get UConn at home next year then, Eric? Is that what it is? UConn's supposed to be here on August 27th, according to this. And then they return the Aggies return the favor in 2023. In 2024, at Mississippi State on September 14th, at BYU on October 4th. 2025, as we've talked about, at Texas A&M on September 6th uh, versus BYU on October 3rd. And then uh, BYU in 26, that'll be at BYU. That's the only non-conference game right now yeah. that's been announced. In 27, there's only the, one non-conference game, and that's that Oregon? at Oregon. Okay. 28, Oregon comes here. That's awesome. And in 29, Utah State goes back to Oregon. Do you remember when Oregon— so It's a two-for-one. Do you remember when the Ducks, led by Joey Harrington, came here in two thousand one? Wasn't that how? Wasn't that? And he was a Heisman he candidate. Was a candidate, yeah. It, it was, was a huge deal here, and that was cool. I remember our bus drove by their parents' van because you know van said uh, Harrington's mom and dad, and that was cool. That was really cool. And I, I know Utah State kind of got it handed to them by the Harrington and the Ducks, but that was really cool to have it them here. 
That was a big deal for us back in the day, too, if I remember yeah, right. Yeah, it was. Hey, 9310, and I got to know this, too, because I was working in Salt Lake, so I didn't know about this, but you got to tell the story about the coaching struggle. Just that was uh, Matt Wells and um, – now I'm blanking on his name. I knew I was going to do that. Uh, he was at Oklahoma. Is that Heupel? Heupel, yes, Josh Heupel. He was the offensive coordinator here. Okay. Um, was he only here for a year? Yeah. Yep. And it was really – it was weird because in, the, in that time, like, we would meet with the coaches before – the games and uh i was honored to be able to be part of that crew i love those meetings before the games too yeah i love you those learn things. a lot of really valuable information and the following game we're quizzing them like why would that why was that game so close oh you know well they're just they're a good team you know we're just trying some things and we were we were never worried the game was down to the wire. It yeah, you needed a punt return, return just to uh, win it. Yeah. Oh, no, it was never in doubt. But it was clear there was uh, – Heupel and Wells were not always on the same page. I remember something similar when we were going to play Kent State in the bowl game in Frisco, Texas, just a couple of years ago in 19. And we met with – the night before the game, we met with Anderson – and then we met with uh, Sanford, is it Sanford Jr., right? Mike Sanford Jr., the OC at the time. Dude, and I swear to this day, we got two totally different game plans offensively from them. <laughs> like, I mean, Coach Chase had this one game plan saying, you know, we're asking questions. Mike Sanford comes in, we ask him just totally like the same exact questions and get another answer. Now, granted, they still put up 42 points, but... I mean, it was weird. You kind of just kind of felt like Mike Sanford Jr. was on the outs there. Like, he just, he was done with Gary. He was done with this. And, yeah. And I and I think he'd, and he made some comments that I won't share on air. But, yeah. He was out. And he would, he would, he had conversations with an NFL assistant coach who was in, in the neighborhood at the, during that weekend. Um, and if you know your stuff about assistants in the NFL, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, uh but, he had conversations with him, and he came back and told us about his conversations, and you're like, this guy's not staying. He's gone. He's done. So it, it was it was interesting. Just it, It's interesting to see how that goes sometimes. Yeah, right. You went, Like you said, you learned you can, so much. Yes. <laughs> and you can learn a lot without having words spoken. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we gracious. learned a lot after that uh, Southern Utah game. Yeah, absolutely. There, there was just a really weird vibe in the building, and um, – like there was a lot of high hopes. Like Hypo, look what he did at Oklahoma. High powered offense. He's Heisman Trophy winner, national champion. He's done a lot of these great things. He's coming here. Matt Wells is an offensive mind. Man, this should be fun, explosive football. And then we just come out of a game where we it took a big punt return to win the game against the Southern Utah team. Yeah. Like there's no offense whatsoever. Yeah. It's like wh- what went on? And to look at Hypo, he's like, Meh, yeah, you know, it was no big deal. We were fine. We're, we were always going to be fine. Like, there's something that's just not connecting there. Hey, we were talking. It, it got a little better as the season went on, but then at the end of the year, it got weird again. Can I ask you about assistance? Just I, 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 we, you and I had an off-air conversation yesterday, um, and I wanted to ask you about this, and I wish I would ask yesterday, and I didn't, but I'll ask it on air. 
Are you surprised that David Yost got the axe so quickly at Texas Tech? I know they were 57th in the country nationally in total offense uh, a year ago. And the two years before that, they weren't that great either. But, I mean, I think Yost is a, is a heck of a coordinator and a heck of a... I mean, you've had conversations with him. I've had conversations with him where you're like, this guy's a genius. Like, he's a brainiac on the offensive side of the ball. And I was, I was really surprised that they ended up axing him or at least Coach Wells gave him the axe. And maybe it was the boosters, too, because from what I had heard, the boosters were like, look, Wells, if you don't can the guy, you're going with him, and you're both done. And I was surprised. I Me, to too. Me, uh, too. Because it, it worked out so well at Utah State. It was a gem. It was um, incredible. And they it, were great. It, it, they were great together. Chemistry-wise, they were great together. Right. And, and his style of how he wanted to do things was, pr- was the perfect fit for Texas Tech, for how they like to do it, what they're known for. But, I don't but know if we just didn't give him enough time, he didn't have the right personnel. I was surprised that he got let go. Because in a league like the Big Twelve, where you average sixty points a game and you give up seventy <laughs> points a game, you you, you think that that yeah. offense that he took from Utah State over there would just absolutely thrive in it, and and it didn't. So I wondered if that told you more about how good Jordan Love in the offense was in eighteen. And maybe about the lack of talent over in, at Texas Tech that they had at the time. I mean, look at Henry Columby. The guy goes, he leaves Utah State. I mean, and rightfully so with the Jason Selly situation. He leaves Utah State, goes over to, um, what's it, Bucket? Goes over to Texas Tech, doesn't start the first year, gets, I mean, we're like six games in, maybe starts like the second six games or whatever it is. And now they bring in a transfer who is the backup quarterback at Oregon. And he's starting now, and so now yeah. he's back on the pine. Yeah, I don't, dude. This is kind of weird. Uh, Sonny Cumbie, uh, who was a great quarterback back in the day at Texas Tech, uh, supposedly great young offensive mind, very innovative. He's the new offensive coordinator this year for Texas Tech. Yep. But uh, I don't, I don't know where David Yost is. So if they don't, if they, because they've had a losing record every year, I think they're eight and fourteen overall. In uh, in 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 play uh, is Matt Wells and this and this team. If they don't produce offensively, Eric, if they don't go to a bowl game this year, is Matt Wells on the hot seat or is he gone? He's I mean at least got to be on the hot seat at that point. Like if you're losing three straight years, I, I think it, his seat will be warm this year. Uh, will he with a new offensive coordinator? You better produce. Yeah, they better produce. If they're not, if they're not going to a bowl game, it'll get super hot. Will he get fired at the end of this year? I don't think I he don't would. Not three years so. in. I don't. Probably not. But man, there will be a lot of chatter about making that move. So he is currently. Well, he's a, is he in his third year at Texas Tech? Yes. Yeah, this is your number three. He's third year. He's he's went four and eight overall, two and seven in his first year, four and six, three and six in conference play in his second year. So he still hasn't made a bowl game. Nope. You're three years in and you haven't made a bowl game. That could be an issue. Cause if I remember right, the Texas Tech did Cliff Kingsbury leave or did he get canned? Before Wells. Uh, I thought he got canned. Dude, if they're not if they're not even patient with him, 
they aren't going to be patient with um with uh Matt Wells. There's no way. There's no way they're going to let him go 3 years in a row and, and not make a bowl game. Games. Yeah, and and not make a bowl game. Just won't happen. No 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 way. I'm just trying to look at the bowl games right now and actually see how what bowl games they've Ooh, they don't even have it. Um, what bowl games they've been to. I can't find it. Um, but yeah, they, he needs to go to a bowl game this year. He really does. Um, the, speaking of bowl games, ESPN is projecting them in a bowl game. Texas Tech? Uh, that the AutoZone Liberty Bowl versus Arkansas. Uh, let's see here. Okay, so yeah, so what's uh, so we had Tommy Tuberville in eleven and twelve. First, they went five and seven, didn't make a bowl game. Ninth in the conference. Second year, they went eight and five, went to a bowl game and beat Texas, or went to the Texas Bowl, I should say. Uh, in thirteen with Cliff Kingsbury, they went to the Holiday Bowl eight and five, and then he went four and eight, seven and six. That seven and six year, they lost in the Texas Bowl. They went five and seven, didn't make it, and then. It, Lost in the Birmingham Bowl with a six and seven record, went five and seven in his final year, and and didn't make a bowl game. So they haven't been to a bowl game since 2017. And but Cliff Kingsbury got one, two, three, four, five, six. He got six years there, and he went eight and five, four and eight, seven and six, five and seven, six and seven, five and seven. In his in his time there, it's very so, mediocre. So Matt Wells has at least got to be getting two more years, like this year and next year. If Cliff, if Cliff is going six and seven with a bowl game in the Birmingham Bowl, you can't be thrilled about that. Uh, what about uh, Mountain West schools? There's the new bowl projection is out as of today. Mm-hmm. What about Mountain West schools? Is Utah State on this list? Better be. Uh, ESPN, uh, Kyle Bonagura and Mark Schlebach, they put together their college preseason bowl projections for every team, um, including the playoff. Are the Aggies on this list? We'll take a look and find out coming up next here on the Full Court Press. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main and Logan, across from Angie's. Saddle up and put on your poker face. It's time to ride. Saturday, August 28th for the first annual Ride to Riverwoods, an event to benefit Make-A-Wish Utah. Enjoy a scenic journey around Cache Valley as you gather cards for your poker hand at each stop. Riders will finish at the Riverwoods Conference Center for food, drinks, silent auction, and where riders will play their hands for incredible prizes from our sponsors. Not up for the ride? You can still join the fun and festivities of the Riverwoods for food, drinks, and a silent auction and raffle. Register at eventbrite.com. That's eventbrite.com. It's back to school time. You're getting the clothes and the supplies, but don't forget the haircut. The students at New Horizons Beauty College are trained in all the latest trends and techniques. Plus, New Horizons has great prices on the products to help you maintain that new look, like Redken, Matrix, Biolage, and Bricado. All services performed by students and closely supervised by licensed instructors. Oh, hey, they're also enrolling for fall classes right now. Create your own individuality at New Horizons Beauty College in Logan. 
This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The 106.9 The Fan mobile app. Streaming online, 1069thefan.com. That's where also you can find our uh, podcasts of past shows, past interviews. Ajay, it's been fun catching the players and coaches after practices during fall camp. Uh, There is definitely an excitement about Utah State football uh, this year. And everywhere I turn in a national publication, nobody's given the Aggies credit. Um, Was it, I believe it was ESPN. They ranked every team one through 130. They got the Aggies at 118. Las Vegas thinks they're only going to win three games. Uh, A couple other publications think, yeah, maybe two or three wins for Utah State this year. I get it. They're they're basing that off of what they did last year, and there was there was a lot of disarray and problems with Utah State. But it's 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 also evidence that they're not really paying attention to what's going on in Logan this year. Um, I really feel like this is a bowl team. I really feel they can get six wins. When I look at this schedule, and I look at what's ahead of them, the teams that they're gonna they're, that they're gonna play where they're going to play them, when they're going to play them. I think Utah State can get to a bowl game. Me too. I absolutely do. What are the bowl projections saying, though? That's my question. Like, Do they have the Aggies in a bowl game, or are they saying the same thing like, yeah, three wins, no no way? Remember, again, 60% of the FBS teams will be in a bowl game this year. It's 84 teams, Eric. you got to have a chance. So, again, Kyle Banagura and Mark uh, Schleback on ESPN.com this morning released college football preseason bowl projections for every game, including the playoffs. Utah State's nowhere to be found. <clears throat> Not surprised. Who is in there? So, uh, a couple of teams from the Mountain West that are on here. Um, Banagura has Wyoming going to the New Mexico Bowl. Uh, Schlebach has uh, San Jose State going there. A um, couple other uh, places. Uh, San Jose State could be the representative at the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. Uh, that's from uh, Bonagura. Schlebach says it'll be Boise State. That will be the Mountain West representative. Uh, San Diego State by both guys projected to go to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Uh, Wyoming by Schleback projected to go to the Frisco Bowl. Uh, Nevada and Fresno State, Banagura and uh, Schleback respectively, uh, projected to go to the Hawaii Bowl. Fresno State by Banagura uh, projected to go to the Camellia Bowl in in, uh, Montgomery, Alabama. And trying to see if there were any others. I can't remember if I saw any others. Oh, Air Force by Schleback going to the First Responders Bowl. And um, 
don't remember if there were too many others after that. Uh, I think that's about it for Mountain West schools uh, representing in uh, different bowl games. Uh, no, Schleback has Nevada going to the Arizona Bowl. Uh, Bonagora has Boise State going to the Arizona Bowl. Boise so. State going to the Arizona Bowl? Yeah. So that means they wouldn't be the WAC champ or uh, Mountain West champs then, right? Correct. Because they, uh, they had the San Jose. One guy had San Jose going to the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. The other one had Boise State going there. So that's uh, that's what the guys at ESPN are projecting. No love for the Aggies. As we mentioned, Texas Tech is uh, projected to go to the Liberty Bowl. So, uh, I don't know. I just, Jay, I look at this team and I look at the schedule. I think they're, look, the first six, especially the first five games are going to be tough. Yeah. But it really lightens up and it's a totally different story in the last seven games. Again, if you can get out of there three and two, you're guaranteed a bowl game. You ain't losing to New Mexico. You're not losing to UNLV. You're not losing to New Mexico State. And I don't think you're losing to Hawaii at home. Colorado State's tough, but I still think you get them. Wyoming is at home, by the way. And in regards to toughest roads games, mind you, with the exception of Boise State, I think you're beating Boise State. I mean, excuse me. I With Wyoming at home, Wyoming's the toughest road game in the Mountain West Conference, with the exception of Boise State. Toughest place to play. It's it's just yes. a weird place to play. Yep, agreed. Um, But you get them at home. You get Colorado State at home. You get New Mexico, New Mexico State, and Hawaii. Eric, you go three and two in that first portion of the schedule. Somehow, you're getting out of there. Maybe at nine and three, you got to go to San Jose State and play a really good Spartans team on the road there. But two, even I, if they're two and three, they're going bowling. I think that even if they come out of their one and four, ah, uh, one and four is going to be tough, man. That's a tough hole to dig it. out of. It's a tough hole to dig out of. Again, you're not guaranteed. Wins over Colorado State and Wyoming. I think they're going to win, but you're not guaranteed those wins. Colorado State, you never know what you're going to get out of them. That's always a wild card. So, oh, man, yeah. One of four is, it scares me. One of five definitely scares me. One of five terrifies me. Well, if they don't beat UNLV, it's going to be a rough season. If they can't beat, they can't beat UNLV, UNLV <laughs> the second half of the season. I'm so excited for that game at Allegiant tough. Stadium. That's going to be fun. Oof, that's going to be a blast. And that's a day game, too. Thank goodness. Are they allowing fans? Yes. In Vegas, yes. San Jose State's questionable. Boise State is on. They said they're, as of right now, allowing fans. Yeah, they're they're all jumping up and down about how many preseason ticket sales they've Yeah. So, as far as I know, I don't think. Hawaii, I know, but we're not going to Hawaii, so it won't matter. Yeah, that's true. Hawaii is not allowing fans. But San Jose State... um, as of right now, they're playing it pretty cautious as well. So, yeah, we'll see. I I would imagine, um, and of course Utah State's allowing fans. So we're gonna get back to some normalcy here. I and and as, and I love fans at games. I it was just it's so weird and it's so dull having no fans at games. It is. Bugs the world out of me. Like, that Mountain West Conference Championship basketball game sucked. 
I'm not saying that because the Aggies lost. I'm saying it because how dull it was, dude. It was dull. There was no energy at all from anybody and from any team. They're trying to create on their own. Yeah. And it makes it hard. Not even close to being the same. Yeah. Uh, we need to take another time out here on the Full Court Press. Uh, speaking about college football, Pac-12 has made an announcement whether they are going to pursue expansion or not. How does their decision affect the Mountain West? But perhaps more particularly, how does it affect the Big 12? Which, by nature, could affect the Mountain West. Uh, we'll talk about that and update you on that, that announcement from earlier today next here on the Full Court Press. It's time to plan your fall home improvement project. You've had ideas on how to spruce up your outdoor space, and nothing is better than a smooth surface to party on. Castellite in Logan has pavers you can install yourself. But if you're not sure how to do it, their in-house professionals can teach you how to do it right. With Castellite, you can turn your outdoor living space into the entertainment capital of the neighborhood. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at castellite.com. It's the Full Court Press. I happen to be sitting near the Van Leeuwen brothers. How was that? That was fun. They were going nuts because Kyle had himself a day. What Chelsea Mariner was in 2019 for Jordan Love, Kyle Van Leeuwen might well be for either quarterback in 2021. Just the, hey, I need to get bailed out. Where are you, Kyle? He doesn't quite have Travis's size. No, not even close. Even standing next to him when we were doing our press conference, I was like, not that tall. Even with cleats. I could play Division One football. I have a chance. <laughs> Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Ascent Aesthetics is quickly becoming the choice of those looking for Botox, fillers, skin care, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical grade facials, and more. Doctors Blotter, Benyon, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat have assembled an incredible staff that want to meet and help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. At Ascent Aesthetics, it's always education first. Visit Ascent Aesthetics in their new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Go to AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com for more details. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a great offer on a new Honda and be on your way to remote beach weekends, deep forest discoveries, and sunsets next to a campfire that you built yourself. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda CRV, Ridgeline, or the all-new 2022 Civic. Get a great deal on a new Honda at utahondadealers.com. Exclusive type bar. See dealer for financing details. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, Jay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Hey, um, as we mentioned, nobody's given the Aggies much uh, attention this year, which is, you know what? Okay, let them fly into the radar. Overlook the Aggies yeah, and they'll it's surprise fine. you. Dude, trust me, Blake Anderson. Just give them a big old chip on their Blake shoulder. Anderson doesn't even care. <laughs> he doesn't even care. If they don't, if, if they don't want to be, uh, people don't want to pay attention to who the Aggies are, they will by the end of the season. They'll be a bowl team. They're going to be in a bowl game. I, I, I can, I mean, nearly guarantee that will happen. They'll be in a bowl game. So the Pac-12, earlier this week with other conferences, they announced it uh, with the ACC and the uh, Big Ten announced, we're doing this alliance. 
We're nothing is official, but we're going to work together. We're, we're going to be on the same page. Uh, we're going to do some things that uh, we'll do some interconference scheduling, right? We'll do some things to uh, make sure we block the SEC from you know any further expansion. At least, if there has to be a vote among all the Power Five, at least the three conferences will outweigh uh, the SEC. But the uh, big, the Pac-12 also discussed that there is a possibility that they might do their own expansion. They have their own little working group, and uh, sources in the Pac-12 tell ESPN that the conference had an expansion working group that included athletic directors and presidents and chancellors who explored what that criteria would be. Uh, Benefits for a full membership, along with possibly adding schools in just football and men's and women's basketball. So it looks like they were exploring a variety of different options. So if they were looking at exploring just football, men's and women's basketball, Boise State may have been on their radar. I still kind of highly doubt it. Because I think they were looking at expanding into new time zones, new markets, potential for larger revenue opportunities and revenue streams. But at the end of the day, today, the Pac-12 has announced that uh, they are not going to pursue expansion at this time. Uh, It was a unanimous decision. Um. So, Ajay, is that, was that the smart choice for the Pac-12, or should they have taken a more aggressive approach? I'd have been aggressive. Why not? What's the worst that... You don't think teams would have been vying to come into the Pac-12? Good teams? Big 12 teams would have said, yeah, hey, what can we do to get there? We want to be a part of it. What can we do to be a part of it? And you're going to, like, just take the opportunity to expand. And if teams say no, they say no, but... Not a lot of teams are going to say no to being a part of the Power 5 conference in the Pac-12 with the Big 12 disassembling like they are. Well, we thought they would. But I don't I don't know that it would have necessarily elevated a group of five to a Power 5 into the Pac-12. I think they were more inclined to pursue teams that were in the Big 12 as it's currently collapsing. Now, they didn't make it clear. They didn't say who was on their radar. But... um. Their decision, though, is partially the the mindset is, look, let's keep the 12 teams we have. It doesn't dilute our overall revenue share per school, and it keeps us stable. Yeah. There's enough instability right now as it is. It, it, it's not let's the, just stay but it's stable. But it's not the stable part, man. It's the irrelevance part. It's it's not being it's, – it's being now – you go from being the – third child to being the fourth child and I mean just because there's all these other shiny you know new kids coming into the into the block and now nobody really cares about you and that's what the Pac-12 is going to be when for the, a lot of reasons the Pac-12 has been fifth on the list yes absolutely so th- this was an opportunity for them to now the Big 12 has been definitely knocked down but this was an opportunity for the Pac-12 to move up not just maybe one notch but maybe a couple, a couple of notches, notches. Yeah, a couple at least. And and now that's gone by the wayside. And again, I just don't think they're going to stay relevant in, in in the Power 5 conversation. I there's there's no way. 
There's no way. Even the Big 12, if they can reassemble well enough and do it the right way, they could be more relevant than the Pac-12. So the news today is is the best news for Big 12 as a conference itself. Maybe not for individual members who would have perhaps jumped at the chance to go and join the Pac-12. But as a conference, this is the best news for the Big 12. Yeah. Because their institutions were going to be the most likely targets. So um, where does the Big 12 go from here? Does, I think this now signals to the Big 12, we're not coming after you. So... We give you you're you're given license now to go after other schools and uh, have them join your ranks. I, I, they're not going to convince somebody from the ACC or the Big Ten to leave those conferences no to join them. Way. Their chance to improve their situation is to elevate somebody from the Group of Five to Power Five status. So the question is, who do they go after? We've already talked about a few of them. Cincinnati seems like a very likely target. Do you know who keeps Central saying- Florida? You know who keeps getting left off the list though? Houston. I think Houston is a is a target. But I think BYU enters that discussion again as well. Oh, more so than they have before. Yeah. Yep, more so than they have well, regionally, it makes sense. They got a great market. They got good revenue. I I if 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 I was a guessing man right now and we had to put it together, I'd say it's gonna be uh it's uh it's gonna be and where Cincinnati, the- Houston, Boise, uh, Boise State and BYU. I still don't know if they'd go for Boise State. Dude, how do you not think they're going to go for Boise? Tell me why. I suppose it would give a regional partner for BYU, but yes. they don't care. West Virginia's out on an island in Big West Virginia's going to go that. West Virginia would go to the ACC. West, West Virginia would go to the ACC. But whereas the Big 12 may have been bothered by the special exceptions that BYU would have needed to participate in conference play with no activities at all on, on Sunday. Uh, I think that they'll be happy to make those concessions this time. If it was a stumbling block before, they will remove it to get BYU into their conference. Uh, and if, and yeah, if you're okay. BYU, do you say goodbye to independence and jump at the chance to be a Power 5, uh, be part of the Power 5 party? Or do you still uh, go your own way? Oh no 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 no! You yeah, if you get a P five opportunity, you get the fetch out. You do what's best for you, and like revenue, marketing, recruiting, scheduling, scheduling, it all gets a massive upgrade. A massive upgrade. You take that and you run with it. I you're bonkers if you don't. Boise State and you know Boise State in the relationship with the Mountain West Conference and their entitlement that they have. They are going to take that offer when they get it, and they will get it from the Big 12. Now if that they don't the get Pac-12, it from the Big 12, they may get it from the American Athletic because AAU is going to get raided by the Big 12. 2603, Big 12 needs to send out their invites now. A freaking man. Thank you, 2603. Yes, clock's if, working. Yeah, you them. saw the Pac-12 delayed it and say no. You immediately, I mean, you immediately pick up that phone and you start making phone calls. And then 8003, what? Pac-12 not expanding? They're missing out on BYU. That would give the Pac-12 a national championship every year. Just kidding. BYU sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, food for thought. I, again, I, Boise State's going to get that invite. BYU's going to get that invite. And then, dude, what does it do to the Mountain West? 
I mean, it, it waters it down a lot. All right, uh, continue to that discussion. Big announcement today from the Pac-12 a, that they're not going to do anything, but that still sends ripple effects. And so how does that affect somebody like Utah State? We'll continue to discuss that. Continue to get your thoughts on it as well. 435-339-0321 on the Guild Mortgage text line. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We love the family place, and we want to give back to the community. Through August 28th, we will donate a portion of our sales to the family place of Cash Valley. One of the ways you can help us is to come look at the new Harvest Right freeze dryers we have in stock. These food dryers will save you money by reducing food waste. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. The excitement for high school football wraps up this weekend with the return of the Rocky Mountain kickoff. Two big games Friday night, August 27th. The first game kicks off at 6.15 and features Logan versus Stansbury. The late game is at 8.15 with 6.8 teams, Roy and Clearfield going head-to-head. One admission price gets you both games. Gates open at 5.30. The Rocky Mountain kickoff. Two big games Friday night in the USU football stadium. Tickets are only $5 and on sale now at the USU ticket office. Crystal Vision is honored to be voted the gold medalist in Best of Northern Utah for optometrist and eye doctor. Thank you for your votes and trust in their business. To celebrate this award, they're offering a 20% off sale on their frames and lenses. Crystal Vision carries frames and lenses for your unique style and budget. Take in your current prescription and let Crystal Vision fit you into a new look. Let this be the year your glasses feel like they were made for you. Crystal Vision on 14th North or online at crystalvision.com. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Hey, your locally owned Napa Auto Parts from Preston to Providence. we got five Cash Valley locations. They sponsor the Dan Patrick Above the Noise coming up here in just a few minutes. Whether you work on your own car or somebody else does... Make sure you use those quality Napa Auto Parts. Uh, Ajay, this Pac-12 basically non-announcement, I think still sends significant waves throughout college football. Uh, I think the American Athletic is going to try to make a case that, look, if you're not going to go to the Pac-12, if they're not going to extend an invitation to you, we will. Does it make more sense for some of these schools in the Big 12 to say, we don't know what we're doing in the Big 12. Maybe it's better to go to the American Athletic. Oh, man. Because they, they are going to be the aggressors. They're going to try to to snag those schools themselves. But if you're in the Big 12 now, do you still hold on to the Big 12 name recognition rather than going to the AAU Look, or excuse me, AAC? Right now, there's still a Power 5 conference. That's true. Until they say you want. They have better media rights and better media deals. Until they say you want, you are. So... I'm sticking with it until that dance, until the song ends on that dance. You, you go with it. 3513 on our Guild Mortgage text line. It's all about money. Pac-12 doesn't want anyone to Amen. come in unless they can add money slash viewership to yep. the pile. Unless someone can add significant viewership and ticket sales, they won't add anybody regardless of the path to insignificance that they're currently on. Can I, it's all about the Benjamins. Stupid question really quick, but would you add BYU to the Pac-12 then? Would it have made sense to add BYU to the Pac-12? It doesn't grow you anything. Money, dude. We just talked about that. We'll talk about it next hour. Stick around on the Full Court Press. 
I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. As we approach the final preseason weekend, quarterback battles around the NFL are starting to get settled. Jags named Trevor Lawrence the starter yesterday. The Broncos will go with Teddy Bridgewater. The Bears will start Andy Dalton in Week 1. Saints haven't officially made a decision yet, but they should soon. Then there's Mac Jones in New England, Trey Lance in San Francisco. The promising rookies are second string for now. Big question is, what's the NFL media going to be talking about for the next couple of weeks? It won't be long before the next big topic comes up and when it's time to switch quarterbacks that's when we'll have some discussions right now everyone's optimistic but the odds are if you aren't sure who the quarterback is in training camp you don't have a rock solid plan at that position and we all know the first rounders are going to get a shot at some point so take all of this week's announcements with a grain of salt because even though the qb controversies are drying up for now oh they'll be heating up before too long i'm dan patrick and this is above the noise There's one brand that pro athletes like Ricky Fowler and Carson Palmer depend on to help them recover and stay on top of their games. Level Select CBD Sports Creams and Roll-Ons. You don't have to be a pro athlete to experience the fast-acting and noticeable relief of Level Select CBD. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com now. Use the promo code DAN40 for 40% off your entire order. That's right, 40%. That's LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN40. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. You want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. According to the 2021 Nielsen Report, over 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards take the Discover card. So get used to hearing the word yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. Whether you work on your own car or somebody else does, be sure to always use reliable Napa Auto Parts. Find these specials at your five locally owned Cache Valley Napa Auto Parts locations. $20 mail-in rebate on any Napa battery. Chevron Dello diesel motor oil, $12 a gallon. Napa 15W40, $10.39 a gallon. Napa diesel exhaust fluid on sale, $8.99 for the 2.5 gallon size. From Preston to Providence, get your Napa know-how. Are you looking for a way to get back to your community? Join the United Way of Cache Valley for the annual Day of Caring. Thursday, September 9th, the Willow Park Pavilion, beginning at 9 a.m. Be a part of the United Way and their commitment to unite the caring power of Cache Valley to better the lives of the individuals in our area. You can make a difference. A Day of Caring with the United Way of Cache Valley, September 9th. Sign up at unitedwayofcachevalley.org or justserve.org. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are sports. And here's what you need to know. Get things cracking first in the National Football League. Indianapolis Colts have placed all pro offensive guard Quentin Nelson on the COVID-19 list. Tennessee Titans have now racked up nine players and coaches who have been included that have tested positive for the coronavirus. That also includes their leader, quarterback Ryan Tannehill, and head coach Mike Vrabel. Dallas Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore told reporters today that Dak Prescott, who's recovering from shoulder injury, no longer in a pitch count, limiting his throw, so he'll be back in action soon enough for the team. Meanwhile, New England Patriots quarterback Cam Newton returned to practice today. Also, the Colts mentioned one guy in Quentin Nelson. Eric Fisher has also been added to the COVID-19 list as well. 
In Major League Baseball, oddly enough, the Baltimore Orioles have won back-to-back games. They pummeled the Angels today by a count of 13-1. For all the last year available online, head over to FoxSportsRadio.com. I'm David Gascon. Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team. The Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like the full court press on sports talk radio 1069 fm 1390 am the fan eric france and ajay salveson here on the full court press 1069 fm 1390 am on the 1069 the fan mobile app and streaming online 1069thefan.com and uh subscribe to our podcasts wherever you find your podcasts You'll not only find past episodes that we've done, but the interviews that we've done with Aggie football players and coaches. Uh, gosh, for the last four weeks, we've been able to talk to quite a few players and coaches. Yeah, a ton. Yeah, there's a lot of great interviews. All of them are posted online, so you can see them all. Um, Who was the best interview? That's what I was just actually thinking. I honestly was just thinking that. Dude, Bondo was pretty good for me. I love Ephraim. Uh, uh, Lapuahu was really, really fun. Those are, oh, man, probably the two that stick out to me. Yours? I uh, put Kyle Cephalo up there. Um, I enjoyed talking to Hunter Reynolds. That was interesting. Yeah. I'm glad you talked to Justin Rice. That was a good conversation. Yeah, he was good. I enjoyed hearing from Justin. He was good. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, Alan and Bondo were the ones that stuck out to me. We're back to our weekly press conference on Monday. Get Blake Anderson once a week. And, uh, and we'll have all the audio posted there. We'll, we're back at it, man. Holy cow. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know if I'm ready. I I'm do- ready. I, I I mean, I am, but I'm like, I mean, like, well, because Eric, you know this, like once we start, like it's, it's, it's nonstop, man. See, but for me, my, the start of my sprint begins in the weeks leading up to high school football. So like once Utah state gets going, it's like, all right, I'm already in the flow. Already there. Let's go. Let's do it. Yep. <laughs> man oh geez here we are here we go hey uh if you guys want to participate in our show 435-339-0321 gill mortgage is the sponsor of our text line we're grateful for them 435-339-0321-0737 we're talking expansion right pac 12 says no we're not going to expand it opens the door for the big 12 and uh i love what i loved what uh i think it was i can't remember who said it 2603 might have said it but you're making phone calls immediately, right? You're making, I mean, right. you're Start on the, the line calling teams that you have interest in and saying, get over here and be part of the P5 conference. Send the balloons. Yep. Send the special courier. Yep, yep. You yeah, send them a limo and say, hey, what else do we got to do to decorate this? Put on a platter. So we were talking about, you know, I, I think Boise State's one of the teams to get the phone call. I think BYU is going to get that phone call. I think, in fact, a couple of texts came in. 037, or excuse me, 0737 says, 
Why has Colorado State been mentioned so often in the conference realignment the last few months? It's just good. It's just good regional. Uh, a couple reasons. One, regionally where they're located, they're not that far outside of the Denver market, so they would be considered part of the Denver Metro, uh, at least for the Denver television market. Two, they've got a beautiful new football facility, and three, they have one of the biggest athletic budgets in revenue in the entire Mountain West. Uh, we had it up just the other day. If they're not number one, they're number two. Nah, they're in top three. They're definitely, they're way up there. So that's why Colorado State gets mentioned so often. So let's, let's, let's think dark and dreary here for a moment. I like this game. Boise State gets the, the acceptance and, the, and, they, oh, and they accept the offer to the Big 12. Mountain West is left hanging. What do you do? Well, you, you can't replace Boise State. Does San There's Diego, no one out there who you can replace them with. You know who a team we haven't talked enough about? Does San Diego State get that offer? Uh, just, they're just so far afield from everyone else geographically. Yeah, but the Big 12 goes but, to Oklahoma, man. Oklahoma State. Like, what's, what's further, Oklahoma or California? You would go from West Virginia to Southern California all the way down to San Diego? I mean, that would be your footprint. It's a good footprint to have in the California market. Do you have any other teams in California in the Big 12 right now? No. So no. Go, go get one. You get San Diego State, Boise State, BYU, Cincy, or Houston. See, I think if they bring Cincinnati in, that gets something a little bit more regionally, at least a lot closer to West Virginia. West Virginia. And I think they're also going to target UCF because they'd love to get into the floor. Okay, so wait, you, I mean, we're complaining about going all the way to California, but we're going to go to UCF and go to Florida? Well, your boundaries are Texas Tech, which is the furthest west, and uh, uh, go all into uh, UCF, which is the Orlando area. 2603. If the Big 12 adds Cincinnati, that makes a good travel partner for West Virginia. Okay, there you go. Big 12 should add eight schools. USF, that'd be South Florida. Central Florida, East Carolina, Cincinnati, Utah State, Colorado State, Boise State, BYU, or Houston. I am sorry. Utah State is not going to get an offer. I I wish they would. I would love it if Utah State got an offer. We would all be jumping up and down for joy. Uh, but Ajay, it's just it won't happen. 6789. AJ, respectfully, you should pull up a map. Okay. Can I ask what we're looking at, though? <laughs> I'm pulling up a map. Let's see. Map of United States. Okay. Done. <laughs> now what do I do? Ooh, it's printable, too. This thing's pretty cool, actually. Okay. If we're looking at the Big 12, now Oklahoma uh, is much closer than Southern California. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. I got it. Dude, it's been a while since I've been. I'm sorry. It's been a while since I've been to school. And by but, the way, but, before the top of the hour, we were debating, you know, would BYU add additional revenue to the Pac-12? And I said no. You think that they will? I said no yeah. because they already have the Salt Lake media market with the University of Utah. But the money that BYU itself has and can bring in, plus the crowd travels really well wherever they go. Tennessee, USC, Stanford, you name it, they show up. They're there. 
They have a great traveling fan base. They have a lot of money within their university. Um, they are, depends who you ask, a, pres- a prestigious football school. Um, and it's it's just it's in that Mountain West market. It's in that Mountain West market. Yeah, of course you got Boise State, but BYU is a bigger name than Boise State. Oh, way more. Yes. So I would, yeah, it'd be crazy not to invite BYU. Be absolutely bonkers not to. In fact, but if I, I'm if I'm the Pac-12, I'm looking at expanding into new areas, not doubling down on areas that I already control. What is the Big Twelve control in our area? I said Pac-12. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my Big bad. Big Twelve, it makes sense. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. But the Pac-12, my it doesn't. Um, one five seven zero. If I was the Pac-12, I would grab Boise State now. I agree. Like I go get Boise State and I get BYU. I get both of them, just so you have your footprint in that hole. I know you got Utah and you've got Colorado, right? Colorado's also over there. Yeah. So you do. You have quite the market over there sitting right now. But man, you are the king of the crops in in the in the Mountain West area. And if you get Boise State and BYU, you're sitting pretty. And that leaves you Colorado State. But here's the thing: if you're the Pac-12. Would you ditch Boise State and go get San Diego State since they're in your region? Or you still go after Boise State? It's a fair question. San Diego State does open up a little bit of new territory. uh, And it's probably a little more respected as an institution. But uh, I don't know. I mean, they are investing in a brand new football facility. So they're, they're finally committing to facility upgrades. I don't know. I, I just, I think that the bottom line here of what we're discussing is that this is going to affect Utah State, but inadvertently. Utah State's not going to get an invite. No. The thing is to watch is what does the Mountain West do to pivot and respond? Like, where do they go? That's just a problem. There just aren't very many options out here in the Mountain West footprint. They would have to expand into Texas, which wouldn't be a bad thing, but who'd you add? UTEP? You try to convince SMU? I mean, there's North Texas? SMU doesn't give you... UT San Antonio? Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the Mount West, right? Yes. You take SMU. You, You ask if Houston's interested, they may not be. But here, but I guess as Houston might be, because if you lose... Say you lose Cincinnati to the Big 12. Say you lose uh, uh, UCF to the Big 12. Houston's going to be in the same situation as the Mountain West is in when they lose Boise State. They're like, oh, we need We got to find something that's a little bit more spicier. Then I think you go to the Mountain West. It's a better G5 program in that regard. It's a great basketball conference. That's a good point. Really great basketball conference. And Houston has that notable. There's apparently, I don't know what it is. There's a bit of a history between Houston and the AAC. Yep. Yeah. There's, I don't know what it is. I don't know the history, the bad blood, so, but there's something that does exist. It was their athletic director. And uh, I think it was in 2016, might have been 17. Uh, they had some issues. The athletic, director, the athletic director was making some comments. It was It was Boise State style. Let's just put it that way. A one five seven zero. I would drop BYU and keep Boise and San Diego State. 
Yeah, who, you who, could. Who's dropping BYU? From consideration? Yeah, just from consideration. BYU's too hard to drop. Uh, let's see here. 3498 texts into the show. If the Pac-12 was smart, they'd vulture Oklahoma State and Boise State. Ooh, interesting. I like this. New areas and competitive teams, which they need for more eyes on their football conference. Again, we talked about this in the first hour, Eric. The biggest issue with the Pac-12 not responding and not expanding is that they become or stay uh, irre- irrelevant in the Power 5 conversation. They still, as you, I like what you said, are the fifth brother in the family. No one cares about them. They're just there. Like, oh, hey, look, there is the four power guys, and then there's Pac-12. When, when, when a, a college football writers and analysts nationwide write about the Power 5 conferences in order, they talk SEC, Big 10, ACC, Big 12s before the Pac-12 for crying out loud. Then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, Pac-12, hi, how are you? And there were times where you'd put the the Big 12 maybe a little bit higher because of Texas and Oklahoma, most recently because of Oklahoma, but now that's changed. But, uh, but yeah, the, the Pac-12 has said, look, we're not expanding. Mm-hmm. We're not going to expand. Yeah. We want stability. We want to be able to protect what we have. We've made this alliance. We think that kind of solves some of the – the concerns and issues that we would have been facing, we're okay standing pat as we are. And then we don't have to dilute our shares when it comes to revenue sharing. We keep it as it is. 12 is a solid number. We're going to stay there. That was the best news the Big 12 could have heard today. Yeah. So the question is, what does the Big 12 do? Who do they go after? You know they're going to try to still add teams to their to their they have to, to their group to yeah. still be considered a power five program. They have to. And you gotta add power five program teams. BYU right. yes. is the most power five non power five team left. They're the most power five non power five team. They 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 have a sixty four thousand seat stadium. They sell it out. They um they get great attendance. They got great travel fan base. They have the money. They are power five. They're gonna get that phone call. Five eight. Right. Cincinnati is is certainly it's getting considered up a power there. five. Absolutely. Houston is getting up there. UCF is definitely UCF getting, is up there. getting up there. Yes. But you talk about history, facilities, recognition, it's ratings. BYU by tra- a long way. Fan base. Yes. BYU is ahead of those others. Five eight seven nine. What was the reason behind going from the WAC to the Mount West Conference? Better teams, better markets, better stability. More regional. Yeah. There was. Uh, I mean. And that could not have been a better decision in the end. Yes. Could not have been a better decision in the end. Because shortly thereafter, the whack just, just fell, fell apart. apart. Yeah. And they still yet to recover. In fact, they're, it's, it's... Well, it, it's a basketball and other sport conference, though. They're talking about trying to bring back football. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be too hard. 1570. I know UNLV hasn't been that great recently, but wouldn't they bring a decent amount of money at the Pac-12? I'm just going off a of city and location. UNLV is a great destination for like a bowl game or a preseason matchup. Conference tournaments. Conference tournaments. But, yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah. Just as a as a football program and even as a basketball program anymore, it just it doesn't really bring anything. No, not at all. Big Ten is letting the rest of the conferences outside of the UA, uh, SEC tag along instead of taking a step forward. They should rate the Pac-12 and remnants of the Big 12. Instead, they're allowing the Big 12 to rebound and the Pac-12 to stand pat 
when they should be expanding. It's a power grab. And everyone thinks banding together will solve the issues when it's delaying the inevitable. Boy, what a great text Ooh. message that is. Give good me that point. and some more. Boy, my goodness, that's really good. I like that point. And, 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 and why not? If you're the Big Ten, why haven't you called Oklahoma State? Why haven't you called Kansas, Kansas State? Why haven't you called Texas Tech, TCU? What are you doing? Cincinnati? Why haven't you called Cincinnati? Like, yeah, why aren't you making phone calls here and getting these teams saying, hey, look, we want you here. And you don't, look, if people are going to fight for spots over the Pac-12, you sure as heck know, Eric, people are going to be pitchforks and fire sticks to get into the Big Ten. Absolutely. So does the Big Ten go after Big 12 teams? I would. Then they're at 16 and they I would be right on par with the I SEC? Would. Yep, I absolutely would. But who's left would. over that's makes a lot of sense for the Big Ten? Texas Tech wouldn't be a bad fit. Uh, Kansas State would be a great fit. Oklahoma State would be a wonderful fit. You bring in Iowa State, then you've got... yes. Good natural rivalry, in-state rivalry. Yep. No, it's a good point. One five seven zero. I predict Cincinnati and UCF to the Big Ten, BYU and Houston to the Big Twelve. How many teams do you add if you're the Big Twelve? Ah, uh, man, that's a really good question. I, I think you'd probably go four, at least. Makes sense. Four teams. Yeah, at least four. Not just don't just sit pat and replace Oklahoma and Texas. Add some more stability. Add more regional. Uh, expand your your footprint. You want to be a viable conference? It's all about revenue. Can you get into new markets and tap new revenue sources? But, man, I think that's really interesting. The, the Big Ten should be – they probably should be a little bit aggressive. But they're, Will they raid the Pac-12? Probably not. I mean, Colorado to the Big Ten? I mean, there's a partner with Nebraska then. Yeah, Colorado to the Big Ten might be stretching it a little bit, though. Uh, three, four, nine, eight. The Big Ten should go after Washington, Oregon, USC, Arizona. However, the Big Ten won't take schools that aren't AAU. Academics matter to them a lot. Can I ask you, and forgive me for my ignorance here, Eric, but please help me. Um, why is it such a big deal to have an AAU school or not have an AAU school or not or or, or to not have a non-AAU school involved with your conference? What is the issue there? Help me. I'm, I'm confused. So AAU, that's the Association of American Universities. Apparently, it's it's very prestigious. It's about um, you know research institution, um, high level learning, things like that. And the the Pac-12, it's a really big deal for them to have schools that are AAU members. Uh, we ran the numbers on this the other day. Looking at it, it's like nine of the twelve schools are AAU institutions. Yeah. The three that weren't, I believe, was Washington State, Oregon State, and Arizona State. Mm. Everybody else, private, public, 
schools that are part of the Pac-12 were all members. And uh, there are not a lot of other football programs. or well, There's, a, there's a, a, a one or two in the Big 12 that are part of that. Uh, I believe Kansas is one of them. So it, hmm. it's that's that's why it's kind of a big deal. Okay. Uh, I think it's kind I, of a big deal to the Big you, Ten too. Because you brought up a really great point. I think a week, maybe two weeks ago, Eric, when you said like if the Big Ten could create, get the I mean the guy already got two divisions, but maybe create like a West region and a Midwest region. Then you could have schools like USC, um, yeah, USC, Arizona, Washington. But again, the AAU thing kind of really does come into play. Uh, there are sixty-six AAU universities, and apparently, it it is a requirement if you want to join the Big Ten, you have to be an AAU school, and you get there by only getting an invitation. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Now, this is according to Adam Rittenberg. Big Ten is only interested in adding schools that are part of the AAU. There are a few uh, Big 12 schools. Every member of the Big Ten, except for Nebraska, is an AAU member. AJ and I just texted in and said, 3498 knows what he's talking about. <laughs> in fact, 3498 continues, the Big Ten makes enough money to, in- to interest any school with their TV deals. They have set the standard. Making the alliance just lets the Pac-12 float instead of taking the step forward to rival the SEC. Rutgers was told they'd make $60 million by 2025-ish, give or take. Imagine what they'd make by rating the Pac-12. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I'll just finish this. The only there are only three schools in the Big Twelve that are AAU members. Three, only three. Who? One of them is already on its way somewhere else, and that's Texas. So the other two, Iowa State and Kansas. <laughs> well, <laughs> are those your targets, Big Ten? <laughs> Pac twelve is not going to go anywhere. Do you get to sixteen by rating Iowa State and Kansas? One five seven zero. Could Utah go to the Big Twelve? No, no. Utah is very happy and very satisfied where they're at. Yeah, I think it's a good situation for them. Yep, they're in. Oh, they're in the perfect situation. Perfect situation. Hey, speaking of uh, schools, I, I was just uh, I had missed a, uh, a a tweet from a uh, an individual who I'll leave nameless, but in, in, we talked about Matt Wells and and what he uh, what he needs to do to remain at Texas Tech. And the individual told me, has to win, paid millions to produce. Uh, it's true. And Matt, Coach, I mean, Coach Wells is paid millions to produce. 8-14 and 14 ain't going to get it done. you got to have a no. winning season, and you got to go to a bowl game this year. I think they have to go to a bowl game this year. Yep, me too. I'm with you. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think Utah's going to the Big 12. I think they're okay in the Pac-12. Uh, great text by 3-4-9-8. Loved it. Wait, 
Is that AJ? <laughs> Is he texting in and then telling you that was a great text? I don't. Yep, that's AJ. <laughs> Uh, I hate this job. That's good stuff. I hate this job. I hate getting played. (laughs) All right. Hey, we need to take another time out here on the Full Court Press. Uh, We do have pick six coming up. Uh, We want to get into that. If you want to continue to weigh in on this uh, Pac-12 announcement. Hey, can we skip pick six this week? Send shockwaves throughout college football. I think it still will. Uh, You can chime in on that. Um, And look, there's uh, there, there was a big story in free agency about Dennis Schroeder in the NBA. Oh, dude. How he left. He ended up leaving tens of millions of dollars on the table. But uh, Nerlens Noel, he is suing because a similar situation happened to him. So what happens if you get bad advice when you're in the NBA? And how difficult is it to make those those decisions uh, about uh, you know free agency and where you potentially could end up. So uh, we'll, we'll discuss that and the pick six coming up next on the Full Court Press. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. School is out and summer's here. Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent at Alpine Home Medical. We offer you the best quality products as well as excellent customer service. Whether you're in one of our 10 retail stores or shopping online, we'll provide you with the best experience possible. From CPAPs to compression stockings to portable oxygen concentrators, wheelchairs, and scooters, you won't find a better selection anywhere. Visit us online at alpinehomemedical.com. We bring wellness home. Summer is cruising by way too fast. It's already back to school time. Soon, you're going to start experiencing many special places and events that you won't forget, such as your first slide down Old Main Hill, attending Aggie football and basketball games, or a wild party at the How, and your first kiss on the Aggie Bowl that might just lead to that extra special moment at Jarek's Fine Jewelry, Cash Valley's engagement ring store where it's all about the romance. Just look for the bright green cars at 930 North Main Street. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Your team's in the locker room ready to get out there and play to win, but you see a player you don't recognize. They're wearing your jersey and even know your coach's name, but who are they? Would you let this stranger look at your team's playbook? That's exactly how phishing attacks work. In 2020, the number of phishing attacks against businesses doubled compared to the previous year. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. We all have items in our homes that can be recycled. Old aluminum cans, aluminum siding, car batteries, electrical cords, plumbing fixtures, and dozens of other things. Did you know if Americans recycled just one-tenth of their newspapers, it would save 25 million trees this year? Recycling is easy at Valley Recycling. Take in your metals, even if you're not sure what they are. They'll take what they can and pay you for it. Valley Recycling pays cash for old cars and other scrap metal. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling. 145 North 10th West in Logan. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio. The Fan. 
Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Uh, three four nine eight continues. I love three four nine eight. Yeah, good takes by three four nine eight. Uh, certainly knows the Big Ten. The Alliance also hurts the AAC. They were set to raid the Big Twelve. One of those two is going to cease to exist. Um, I don't. Maybe. I think the Big Twelve is definitely at more risk of uh, extinction than the AAC. The Alliance also hurts the AAC. They were gonna. I I kind of am with three four nine eight here. There, are, one of them's gonna get burned. Yes, one will raid the other. Which means the it's other one ain't going to... But scenario. what I'm saying is that, I mean, if, if you take enough of the revenue teams from that conference, they aren't going to survive. Well, the other conference wouldn't survive. Okay, the American Athletic has how many schools? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So if, if the Big 12 does go to uh, add four schools, they may, may not all come from the American Athletic, though. But let's say that they lose UCF and Cincinnati. They've still got some other decent markets. They're not nearly as strong, no. They'll, I think they'll survive, but they'll be more like the Sun Belt. Yep. Than somebody that was knocking on the door to be considered another power conference. Because the Mountain West was knocking on the door of being another power conference. And then Utah and TCU leave. BYU goes independent. And it was a different story. Uh, this It's not done. It's going to be more. Oh, yeah. Without question. Um, switching topics to the NBA. Now... Funny story happened this, uh, uh, funny for most, not if you're Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> but uh, in free agency, the, the Lakers offered him an extension to stick around with their team. Uh, he was a, a, a solid contributor off the bench, good point guard. And uh, they offered him, what was it, uh, like close to $80 million? What, uh, Schroeder? Yeah. 75. Okay. And uh, multiple years. And he's like, <laughs> And this just makes me laugh. He's like, nah, I'm going to see you. I'm going to go out on the open market. And I'm going to get even more money than that. Well, the free agency period kind of comes and goes, and he doesn't get very many offers. So instead, he signs like a one-year deal for like $4 million. It's an ML, yeah, it's an MLE contract, and it's for $5.9 million. He lost, do the math, 69 Point five million dollars because he wouldn't just re-sign with the Lakers. With the Lakers, dude. Makes no sense at all. So this isn't the first time a player has left a lot of money on the table. No, but I mean, like, George Hill did it in, uh, what was it, uh, 17? When after the one year with the Jazz, he then turned around... <laughs> And his and and the Jazz offered him like I think it was three years, eighty six, eighty four million, and his and he told his agent he's like, yeah, I think it's a good deal. I think I'm going to take it. His agent said, no, 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 we're going to get you a hundred plus million. 
and you're going to go be a starting point guard at, at an elite, you know, about said school, at an elite team. And uh, and for some reason, George bit the bait, and then he ended up signing for $46 million with Sacramento. $46 million with Sacramento. Nearly half of what he could have got. With the Utah with Jazz, the Jazz, who, by the way, were still contending as a playoff team. No. Just, and oh, he, uh, by the way, I, from what I was told, he had fired his agent the next day. Like he called his, you know, he called his age and said, hey, I signed the deal. And he goes, great. And he goes, by the way, you're fired. So, yeah. Another case that's kind of similar, and uh, uh, another guy who fired his uh, agent, this is Nerland's Noel. Oh, God bless this young man's soul. <laughs> uh, he uh, is currently with the Knicks, but he's filed the lawsuit against his former agent, Rich Paul, and his firm. Uh, claiming that he lost $58 million in potential salary. So here's here's the backstory. Um, this was, uh, he, he was a restricted free agent for the Dallas Mavericks. He was averaging 8.5 points, 6.8 rebounds in 22 games when he was traded midway through the season from the Sixers. So he joins the Mavericks, you know, semi-productive season, you know, not bad. And uh, the start of free agency, this is in 2017, he uh, was represented by Happy Walters. And Noel claims that he was offered a four-year, $70 million deal by the Mavericks. Several other outlets reported this. But during the free agency process, he ends up firing Walters and instead hires uh, Rich Paul after he hangs out with him at a Ben Simmons birthday party in Los Angeles. Dude, Ben Simmons always makes you make bad decisions. So, in the process, Paul advises him to pass on that offer from from uh, from Dallas. Says, just take a one-year deal, and you'll be an unrestricted free agent, and you're going to make a lot more money after that. So he turns down a guaranteed four-year $70 million. Instead, he signs a one-year deal worth $4.1 million. The next year, he breaks his thumb. He misses 42 games. Uh, his numbers drop. He's not near the player. Uh, he ends up signing with Oklahoma City at the league minimum of $3.7 million. He's a backup. Uh, now he's with New York, again, making the mid-level exception. He's only making $5 million. And he is stuck with Paul through all of this. But now he's like, I'm not paying you the commission on my latest deal because you kept you screwed me up. Dude, like, here's the problem. <laughs> Can you imagine if you're the agent getting the phone call from New Orleans? Hey, man, I'm hanging out with Rich Paul here. Why? Well, uh, you know what? We He's just talking to me, and he says he can make me millions. You are making millions. Yeah, I want to make more millions. You're fired. Dude, you know who's really getting the biggest kick out of it is his former agent. <laughs> yeah, if I'm happy, Walter's a He's like, dude, dude this is... <laughs> Knuckle case? I hope you lose this case. And he's going to lose this case, by the way. Knucklehead, not knuckle case. But here's the thing. Noel did have a good year for the Knicks this year. And a pretty good year. They had a good team. Um, he averaged 2.2 blocks per game. So, look, he signs a three-year deal with the Knicks and gives him $27.7 million. Another 4.1 impossible incentives. <laughs> here's the deal. He's got a new agent. George Langberg. Who's getting it done? So he dumped Rich Paul. He's 
He's not going to pay his agency commission. <laughs> three four nine eight. <laughs> you screwed me up, man. Three four nine eight says the Mavericks ought to pay Noel something just to thank him for turning down the seventy million. What were they thinking? <laughs> That's the other part. Is like, what are you doing, Dallas? Playing Nerlens Noel's seventy million, like. <laughs> Thanks for that decision. You saved us a ton of money. Maybe we could use another player. I just don't even. That's such a good point. Like, hello. Who would have been a worse? <laughs> can you imagine? Ajay, Ajay, come into my office here. I am going to give you. And this, by the way, this wouldn't happen with Mr. Franson, but I, hypothetically, let's do it anyways. I'm going to give you a year supply of pizza <laughs> and Diet Dr. Pepper, crazy bread, and the sauce. Okay. Okay. You think on that. You come back and let me know. Okay, I'm listening. Instead, you come back and say, <laughs> you know "What? I'm just going to take the crazy bread <laughs> and take my chances. The things are going to work out better." <laughs> and then I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, we'll spread this around a little bit. I'll give this guy a pizza. I'll give that guy a soda." Because if I'm Dallas, I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Hey, can I ask you a question? Good luck. Off the record, between you and me, Eric, and only between you and me, if that's what I do with Mr. Franson, do you think I could by chance maybe sweeten the pot a little bit about five years down the road? Hey, do you remember when I turned down that sweet deal and I let you just give the pizza to somebody else? Can I have that pizza back now? Could you imagine Noel's going back and like, hey, five years later, I was wondering that $70 million, if it's still in the bank account, could I uh That offer's still good? <laughs> the offer's still good? <laughs> Is it still standing on the table? (laughs) (laughs) Look. Dude, that was the best analogy I've ever got in my life. But but part of me, I feel bad because some of these guys, like, you're putting a lot of trust in your agent. Sure. Because they're like, they are supposed to do what's best for you and work to get the best deal for your situation. Yes. How many times has this happened? Yeah. Where these guys think, they get a, a bloated sense of what they're who worth, they are, what they who can they do. Are, yeah, and an agent's just filling them full of this crap, and then they have to kind of come back with their head down, like, "Well, uh, you know how you could have had that uh, four years and eighty million dollars <laughs> with a championship level team like the Lakers." Uh, yeah, well, uh, best we can do is uh, a year, a year for five million. For five million. <laughs> Like what the fetch, man? How do you go from seventy-five million to five point nine MLE with Boston? Do you think, like, I mean, dude, do you think Boston like called LA and said, "Hey, by the way, hell of a job over there. Keep up. We're the sending great work. you a box of donuts. Thank hey, you. Hey, thank you, Boston Cream. He's coming from us. Appreciate you guys. Three, four, nine, eight. I mean, the Mavericks didn't learn. They wasted even more money on Porzingis. Next. Up, he sues Dochich because he's not. He doesn't pass <laughs> enough. Pass it's too good. Wow. Oh man, that's too good. World. Oh, it's I mean, just, this is a it's world so that's bad. so beyond. Hey, can we me. do like a Friday Five best for the five worst contracts in NBA the history? Five best bad contracts. Do you? Do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you imagine he's gonna be on that list? I mean. Uh, is it Bobby Bonilla? Bobby Bonilla is paid oh. through like 2035. Oh my gosh, yeah. One it's million Bobby a year. Bobby Bonilla day when he gets a million dollar check He doesn't check have for to do nothing. anything. 
And he's like, is that million in the count? He sure is. Let's go to dinner, kids. All right, going to Disney World <laughs> again. <laughs> Thanks, New York. Shit's <laughs> so bad. Um, th- th- What else is a bad contract? Well, there's been uh, the kid that was at Ohio State was going to go to Portland. Um, oh, Greg Oden. Yeah, Greg Oden. Dude, that was a mess. He just never stayed healthy. Yeah, that one. And he wasn't he like the number two pick? It was high, yeah. So he was taking above Kevin Durant. So you're telling me so you're telling me Portland's not done it once, they've done it twice. Oh yeah, let's go ahead and take Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. That sounds (laughs) about right. Oh, Kevin Durant's there, and he's gonna be nothing. Greg Oden, that's our guy. Jeez. That's so bad. That was in an era where if you were a big man, you could get a premium. If you can run up and down the court and chew gum at the same time, you got a max contract. NBA has definitely changed. Yeah, and like I was going to say, where are those guys now? Yep. Uh, we've got to call a timeout here in the Full Court Press. Love to continue the conversation. Feel free to text in 435-339-0321 right here on the Full Court Press. We love being in Smithfield and making it easy for our friends and customers to do their banking. Hi, this is Danny Hansen, branch manager at Cash Valley Bank in Smithfield. If you don't bank with us... I invite you to discover what a great financial partner you'll find in Cash Valley Bank. I'm anxious to get to know you and invite you to stop by and say hello. Now celebrating our second year in Smithfield, located on the corner of Center and Main, Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. Hey, are you looking for a way to get back to your community? Join the United Way of Cache Valley for the annual Day of Caring. Thursday, September 9th, the Willow Park Pavilion, beginning at 9 a.m. Be a part of the United Way and their commitment to unite the caring power of Cache Valley to better the lives of the individuals in our area. You can make a difference. A Day of Caring with the United Way of Cache Valley, September 9th. Sign up at unitedwayofcachevalley.org or just search. For your next anniversary, give her the gift of diamonds from S.E. Needham Jewelers. Diamond jewelry makes a woman feel cherished. She'll also be impressed with your fine taste. Choose from an extensive selection of diamond earrings, diamond pendants, diamond bands, and diamond bracelets. You can expect the best price every day of the year. No need to negotiate because we offer our best price up front with our exclusive Integrity Price Guarantee. Essie Needham's is known for quality jewelry for more than a century. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. This is Ryan at My Mattress. We all know some of the side effects of not sleeping well or forgetfulness, inability to focus, bad driving, hallucinations now and again. Does this sound familiar? City of Lewiston? Lewiston. We at My Mattress care about you and your well-being. Prove all the other cities wrong and show them that you do care about better sleep and buy a mattress at My Mattress. If you're sleep-deprived and can't remember where we're located, we're at 981 South Main by the South Walmart, Lewiston. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? The new home for the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. AJ, we're going to have some college football here on the fan coming up this weekend. I can't believe it. Get me sauced. There are games that begin in week zero. Nebraska and Illinois on Fox uh, and on Fox Sports Radio here. Uh, 11 a.m. kickoff. 
But there are some Mountain West schools in action as well. Fresno State will be on CBS Sports Network at noon. Hawaii is at UCLA. That's on ESPN at 1.30. Future opponent, New Mexico State hosting UTEP. Boy, that's a battle of uh, who can be the worst. (laughs) That's at 7.30. No television partner. I wonder why. (laughs) And then San Jose State hosting uh, Southern Utah. That's 8 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. So... Uh, a couple different games to watch on Saturday, and a couple of three Mountain West schools involved. We will have the Nebraska Illinois game here on the fan uh, on Saturday, so that'll be fun. Here's some college football here on the fan. So, with that being said, with that quick little announcement, Ajay, it's time for your favorite segment oh, of the dude, week. Dude, I don't want to play. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. It's the Full Court Press Pick 6. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. Yes, it's Pick 6. We pick six things that uh, are going to happen this weekend. Invite you to play along. Shout it out at your radio. When we pick our lines, I have three. AJ will pick three. And on Monday, we'll see how we did. Dude, I don't even want to play. Like, what? no means no, Eric. I, I won last week, so I'm going to go first. You look like you need me to go first. Good for you. Go first. Okay, Jordan Love is going to play this weekend for the uh, Green Bay Packers. I uh, love passing yards. Setting the line at 125 and a half. Over or under? Under. I'm going to take the over. Uh, As mentioned, Nebraska and Illinois face each other this weekend. Nebraska favored by seven. Take the over or the under. Who are they playing again? Nebraska. In Illinois. At Illinois. Nebraska favored by seven. Dude, I don't know. They both suck. We're going to say under. I'll take the over. And then last one for me. Fresno State is hosting UConn. 12 o'clock on CBS Sports Network. Fresno State rushing touchdowns. Setting the line at three and a half. Under. I knew you were going to say that. If anything, you're going to be consistent. I'm going to take the over. <laughs> well, you took one of mine, so we'll just keep moving on here. Uh, Giants and the Braves. This is in Atlanta on Saturday. Logan Webb is 7-3 on the season with a 2.84 ERA. Uh, Logan Webb gives up two and a half runs over under to the Braves. Two and a half earned runs? Yep. Um, I'll take the over. Interesting. Uh, I will take the... Yeah, I'll take the over. My Braves got to win that game. We're screwed if we don't, dude. I'll tell you right now. Um, We have a series between the Yankees and the Athletics... Uh, that has started already. On Sunday, 
Yankees will have won these this weekend series. Yes or no? Over the Athletics. Okay. Yankees. Athletics. Who wins the series? Yankees or Athletics? Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna take the. Uh, I'm gonna take the Athletics. I'm gonna take the Yankees. Okay. Hey. And then uh, we're going to stick with baseball for our final one because uh, I have nothing else to talk about. We are going to go Rays and Orioles. Orioles just snapped a 19-game losing streak to the very playoff-threatening Angels. Rays by four and a half on Sunday afternoon versus the over Orioles. Over under. So Rays by four and a half? Yeah, over the Orioles. Uh... I'm going to take the over. I'll take the under. Wow. Well, you took the over, dude. I can't. No. I'll go over because I'm not stupid. You don't have to. Remember, we had this conversation, Andre. No. You have control time, of three of these one lines. One time, you were like, eh, no, you can't go. We got to be different. Uh, tiebreaker. Oh, we need a tiebreaker. Let's go San Jose and Southern Utah. Oh, AJ said. Wait, no. Um. Wait. What? So San Jose State hosts Southern Utah okay. Saturday night. Do you want to score? Uh, or what do you want? Well, San Jose State is favored by twenty-four. Over. You are taking the over? You can't take the under, Eric. Take the under. You can't take the under. I can, and I just did. Jeez. Uh, three, four, nine, eight. Under. Over, Nebraska still going to underwhelm this season. <laughs> under, under, Yankees, and under. Dude, I'm going to win. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll see. You know, you're due. Can you I lost, have a marshmallow a, pie again? You had a good run there, and then uh, it kind of got upset a little bit. I want a marshmallow get pie. Get back on track. And 3498 says on the tiebreaker, under. What? <laughs> All right, quick time If San Jose State wins by less than 24, they're going to be screwed in the Mountain West Conference. Give some respect to the Thunderbirds. The Ride for the Fallen Charity Motorcycle Ride is Saturday, August 28th at Elkridge Park in North Logan. This ride honors Lance Corporal Michael Allred and our local and national fallen military members. Registration is at 8 a.m. with breakfast at 9 and a ceremony to remember the fallen at 10 just before the ride and kickstands up at 10.30. Ride for the Fallen, Saturday, August 28th. Register on-site starting at 8 a.m. the day of the event. Brought to you by Cytiva, the Cash Valley Veterans Association, and American Heroes Motorcycle Association with proceeds going to the Dan Gillenskog Veterans Resource Center. The excitement for high school football ramps up this weekend with the return of the Rocky Mountain kickoff. Two big games Friday night, August 27th. The first game kicks off at 6.15 and features Logan versus Stansbury. The late game is at 8.15 with 6.8 teams, Roy and Clearfield going head-to-head. One admission price gets you both games. Gates open at 5.30. The Rocky Mountain kickoff. Two big games Friday night in the USU football stadium. Tickets are only $5 and on sale now at the USU ticket office. At the Honda Summer Sales Event, one summer adventure leads to another. Start with a new Honda and be on your way to desert treks, lakeside getaways, and mountain paths so remote you need an actual map. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2021 Honda Accord and 0% APR on the 2021 HRV or Pilot. Get a great deal on a new Honda at utahhondadealers.com. 
See dealer for financing details. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson. Hey, don't forget that uh, Rocky Mountain kickoff is coming up tomorrow. Oh, we we did forget we were going to give away some tickets. Oh, shoot. Someone call in right now, 435-752-1069. First caller gets a four-pack of tickets to the Rocky Mountain kickoff tomorrow night at 6.15. And you need to go to both games. Stay late. Stay for the second one. You got nothing going on on Saturday. Should be a good one. 435-752-1069. First person to call in. Gets four tickets to the game. Right now. Only call in if you're going to use them. Well, yeah, you got to use them. I mean, what do you do? Call in to some. Guess where I'm going? Ooh, I'm going. Hey, by the way, I am excited that I get to go to the rodeo because I am craving a funnel cake. So, big thanks to 9315 for allowing me to go to the rodeo. Um, I am going to chow down. Um, I'm a, And I'm going to interview the bull. I've got, I got three questions for the bull. One, do you like humans? Two, um, how did you get such big horns? And three, what's the most violent act you've ever done to a human being? That is what I want to ask my, uh, in my interview to the bull. How did you get such big horns? Do you like humans? And what's the most vicious thing you've done to a human being? Now, when I interview the rodeo dude, I'm going to ask him, when's the, when's like, when's the one time you've been scared of a bull? Have you ever peed or crapped your pants while being on that bowl? And three, uh, would you, like, why did you get into bull riding? I, I, I want to know from the bull rider, like, how stupid could you possibly be that you want to get into bull riding? Not stupid. I mean, that's a thrill. Eric. It's a challenge. Yeah, I, I like having my back and my body split in half by a bull and then getting stomped on and then running for, for my freaking life. Uh, hey, by the way, congratulations to Connor. Connor. was the first to call in. All right, Connor. To get the tickets. Four Fam tickets. Jam, thank you, ma'am. Uh, first game at 6.15, Logan at Sandsbury, and then the second one is Roy and Clearfield. Uh, apparently, it's a good, uh, healthy rivalry between those two teams. Yeah, they're not far from each other. Yeah. So, it should be some fun matchups all around. Looking forward to that and the long night. Uh, got other great high school games going on tomorrow, too. Yeah, don't forget Ridgeline. They start at 5. Yep, Snow Canyon. Snow Canyon's making the trip up here from Southern Utah. The game's earlier so they can get back. and They don't have to spend the night up here. <coughs> so we got a 5 o'clock kickoff. We have a 6.15 kickoff. Uh, we've got Skyview on the road up at Rigby tomorrow night. Uh, Green Canyon is going to face Skyline, but that's at Madison High School up in Rexburg. Both those games are at 7 o'clock. A great... Uh, Another similar kind of regional rivalry. They used to be part of the same region. That's Mountain Crest and Box Elder. That game taking place in Hiram. That should be really fun. Uh, two, both two teams kind of find themselves a little bit. This could be a good opportunity for them to start to get a little bit of momentum. And then on Saturday, you got Bear River on the road. They're going to face Madison. That'll be actually Saturday night at 8 o'clock at Madison High School. So a late game. Late game and... Uh, We'll have the games on our family of radio stations over the air, streaming online, uh, video streaming for most of these games as well. So lots of different ways to follow what's going on with high school football action tomorrow. Should be a really fun, busy day. Uh, tomorrow starts early, and uh, for some, going to go late, but we'll be there for all of it. Yeah, recaps will be on catchvalleydaily.com. 
and photo galleries, all fun stuff. So thanks for tuning in. We'll catch up with you tomorrow.